Speaking of um, weird things late in games. Blowing leads. What happened Monday night at the LCA to the Pistons was disgraceful, really. Can we blame Greg Kelser for a jinx? Maybe. Because when they subbed a whole new five, he's like, well, they're waving Wait. the white flag. Well, Dwayne Casey, that, that's who you probably need to blame. Wow. He said the same thing after the game. Uh, but that's your own fault for thinking that. Because what do we always say? These are pro players, right? Mm-hmm. The players across from you are also getting paid. And they're trying to get their next contract. They're trying for right. more playing time. So shame on him for thinking that. Well, maybe it, maybe left. if he would have cleared the bench, they would have had players who were playing even harder than the guys he had. You, you, you never know. But uh, the fact that the Pistons led by 14 points with three minutes left. And controlling the game. Can, yes. I mean, because, as, as we said, they put Moses Brown into the game and took out Paul George. Uh, stat-wise, going into that game, teams were 2 and 12,873, <laughs> trailing by 14 with three minutes or left left. But you know what? Um, Tyron Lue probably went to his team and was like, Look at these two right here. These two did it. You can do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody knew that. But did you see the stat line for the Pistons in that game? Eight guys with double figures. They shot 44% from the field and shot, what, 47% from three. Only one guy that played did not get in double figures for the Pistons, and that was Knox. He played seven minutes. But everybody else was in double figures. They played good. And, you know, the fact that, you know, the matter is earlier in this season, in this uh, even homestand, they've been having so much problems in the third quarter. And they scored 39 points. Monday night, the third quarter was their quarter. They came back into the game. They were trailing at one point by like 15, rallied, came back, and took control of the game, and then blew it. Now, the skeptical side will say, yeah, you know what? It's okay because they, you know, you don't want to win too many games because of the Victor deal. But that's, I'm sorry, if you paid money to go to that game. I'd be pissed. You'd be pissed. Well, you'd be pissed also because Kawhi Leonard didn't play, but, you know, if you wanted to see him. Yeah, weren't you talking about that? You're like, just wait until you get closer to game time. But yeah, I mean, but that's the NBA now, man. With these teams that come in once a year, you got to hope and pray that they come. But they look at the Pistons and they're like, it's an eight win team. Let's rest our guys. Right. And Kawhi was playing where the next night in Toronto. Yeah, and so he played. I always think that's what sucks the most about it. So if you're trying to see the Warriors, like if Steph has a lingering issue, I'm sorry, he's not going to play against no. your. Bad team. Correct. Because why waste them in that game? Exactly. Right? Um, I mean, the, the LeBron did play here. Yes. But LeBron needed to play here because he's on a bad team. Yes. And they need those wins. So right. it's just, it's odd. I don't know what kind of improvement we're going to see out of this team this year, if at all. Like, Jay Nivey just is what he is right now. He's a slasher. He has no jump shot. No, he's averaging what, in his last 10 games. Let's look at the last 10 game increments. He's 15 points and, and three assists. Uh, Killian actually played really well till the stretch on Monday night. Knocking down threes. Yeah, yeah, he's averaging 12 and seven in his last 10 games. To me, the guy who I'm the most fascinated with is Duran. I mean, last 10 games, averaging 10 and a half points, 12 and a half rebounds. Dude, he's raw, but he's, he's so he's gonna, solid. He's going to be good. He's going to be really good. Three feet around that good. rim? Like, yes. Like, he is... We talked about it a lot last year when the Pistons acquired Marvin Bagley, that that was going to be the pick-and-roll guy that they needed. No, Duran is that guy. Yes. Because he will not – he's not going to linger out by the three-point line. Hell, he's not going to linger out by the free-throw line. Mm-hmm. He knows his spot in this game, and that's where bigs can be very important 
in the NBA is knowing your role within five feet of the basket, right? Yep. You mentioned you mentioned, Bag- you mentioned Bagley. And look, they signed him to the uh, extension at the end of the year. Which is fine. I don't mind it. It's not like he broke the bank. No, uh, but he's been a little bit of a disappointment this year because you thought you saw some signs last year where he was going to, you know, fulfill the dreams that, you know, Sacramento had when they had him as the second overall pick in the draft uh, ahead of the aforementioned Luka Doncic and, of course, Trey Young as as well. (laughs) Uh, The Pistons did not have a pick that draft, by the way. That was in the Blake Griffin trade. So, of course, Shea Gilgis-Alexander was selected in that position. Isn't that wild? But the Pistons do have players from that draft, I believe even the first round or late first round guys, uh, Knox and Hamadou. Oh, that's right. (laughs) So they they got their guys. They didn't get SGA. Who, by the way, he's an incredible player, too. Oh, my God. He's carrying that team. I mean, they're not... You know, a playoff team per se, no, but they're but he's good. A great player, and he's a max player. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, 